from the nchc.tv studios behind the mask hockey shops present college hockey west weekly behind the masks college hockey west weekly is brought to you by jesse ray's barbecue the best in barbecue las vegas style the nchc and nchc.tv subscribe to nchc.tv to watch the best in college hockey since 2013 the tag creative group Search Rudd at redbubble.com and let us create a unique gift for you or someone special. Behind the Mask Hockey Shops. Visit any of our Three Valley locations or go to behindthemask.com whether you're on ice or in line. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where an iconic vacation awaits you at any of our destinations. The Spaghetti Shack, classic Italian comfort food quickly with locations in Tempe and Pine Top. Order online at SpaghettiShack.com. Liberty University. Play for something more. Faith, education, and hockey at Liberty.edu. College Hockey, Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. Jets Pizza. At JetsPizza.com, discover all of our signature pizzas. And by the Caesars Sportsbook app, a proud partner of the NHL. College Hockey West Weekly from the NCHC.TV studios presented by Behind the Mask as a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans, anywhere that may be joining us tonight on the Podbean app on this beautiful Tuesday night after an 81-degree day here in beautiful Tempe, Arizona. Scott Strandy with you. My co-host, Paul Hornstein, is going to be joining me soon, I think. Uh, I think he's somewhere out there. We'll find out. At Palatial State, he gets wandering around, and uh, he forgets um, where he's supposed to be at what time. But, um, Paul, how are things out on the Palatial? I think he's on mute. I don't know anything about any palatial estates. <laughs> I, I, I only know sure, that what you do? I time this. I actually I actually got this timed right because I don't have to hear myself intro the show. Well, I, I work on that part of it, but uh, I'll, I'll make sure now. That's the problem. Yeah, I'll make sure that uh, I slow it down a little bit now or just mix it up. To, I so try, yeah. I try to time this right <laughs> so I don't have to listen to myself. I hear, I hear myself uh, talk all the time. Uh, I love it. I love it. Um, raining on the island today? Uh, yeah, north of the island, too. All uh, kinds of places. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I, I remember one trip I took from Northwell to um, Atlantic City in the rain. Yeah, Jeez. went through the city of New York and never saw a building. <laughs> oh, my oh. goodness. You can get some rain. Bright sunshine, 81. Um, our, I, our guest tonight, I, I asked the Jackson twins, I said, yeah, so what do you like better about Tempe? What's the difference between Tempe and Ontario where you grew up? Yeah. See, yeah. Here's the funny <laughs> part. Cause we say this all the time, right? The, the, the powers that be pun intended <laughs> always talk about how we don't want kids to come here for the weather. We, we want them to come here for hockey, you know? And what is the first thing every kid says? What's the first thing? Oh, it's warm weather. It's warm weather. We it's like, I, I like, Ty, Ty said, um, yeah, it's, it's really sure. great for the sunshine, he said. But, you, you know, the thing, the thing I, I'm not, well, it rained this last, it wasn't a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, 
that's not rain. That's not rain. Are you sure it was Ty? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I've got him figured out now. Okay. Dylan on the left, Ty on the right. I, well, that doesn't help <laughs> any of us on video, uh, on, on audio. No, you mean audio. <laughs> I know. I'm just telling you how I know. Um, but anyway, okay. geez, my headphones are a mess, and um, I'm hoping that I can keep this up, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to the way things are rolling along here tonight. Um, anyway, uh, I need more than that because the uh, it's the plug, and I don't even know how this happens. How does the plug get too small for the hole in the uh, um, in the mixer? How does that happen? I, I don't know. They're metal. I, I, it's metal on metal. I don't do I don't anything know. with it except plug it in. Anyway. There are that's, games uh, tonight, though, by the way. Yeah, there are some games tonight. And uh, yeah. how, how are our guys from Army doing? They they, they beat Holy Cross 3-2. to two. Yeah, way to go, Army. AIC beats Bentley. And Kenesha's how did, how did that guy Joey Baez do tonight? How did Joey uh, do? Did you find out? I'll okay. look here in a second. All right. Um, they did keep him off the scoreboard. Ooh, that's a that's a win right there, but a, a loss if you lost the game. Well, they won the game, but yeah. I mean, for, for Holy Cross, if you keep him off the scoreboard, that's a good thing, but if you lose the game, it don't matter. Yeah, so. Somebody else picked uh, up the slack, apparently. Yes. 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 So we're good. But All right. Uh, well. All right. Well, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, I like it when there are weekday games. There's a game tomorrow night. I got to see if I can figure out <laughs> if it's viewable or not. Uh, yep. Yes, it is. It'll be Quinnipiac you, at BU. That'll you've got a show. You've got a show to do tomorrow, too, by the way. What? The Thanksgiving preview show. What? Gives you the opportunity to give I, thanks. Am I getting a raise for this? To, to, uh, well, um, you know, gives you a chance to give thanks for everything that's great about uh, working for us. <laughs> working? Working implies getting paid. Working with us. <laughs> oh, no. No, no. There's been plenty of work without pay. Try me. <laughs> anyway. Uh. Anyway, um, that'll be tomorrow night when you're going to join uh, Stephen Marsh and myself for uh, our annual uh, pre-Thanksgiving show. Anyway, right. um, that's tomorrow night. Tonight, uh, what I wanted to talk about was uh, we'll preview here just a minute uh, the games coming up this weekend because there's some really fun games. And I heard there's some really good non-conference games, Paul. Is there? Well, there are, but it, I guess it just depends on who you ask. Oh, okay. I'm asking you now. So you tell me. You're uh, asking me, and not one of the, the one of the other websites, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm asking you. Is there a big non-conference game anywhere in the, uh, this weekend? Um, there or are on the holiday. Few, yeah, there are okay. a few. Where do you, do you want to start? Right here in the to... desert, and tell everybody what's going on. Well, when you have basically a top ten matchup between the landlords, the hosts, Arizona State. <laughs> And the visitors from Providence, Rhode landlords? Island, Providence College. Who yeah, the would they landlords. be the landlords? The landlords for, you know, that that uh, team of players I heard, that paid. I heard today that, that the Sun Devils are really fortunate that they have uh, an NHL facility to play in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, when you... <laughs> 
I mean, I can do. You want me, I can pre-rant if that. I mean, hey, <laughs> no. uh, Cronkite, Cronkite descendants. It's uh, not an NHL building. It's an Arizona State building. You know the school you go to, <laughs> and they just happen to be the landlords, not the tenants. The landlords. And Coach Powers reminded people today that uh, holy you know, smokes, they're and enough. By the way, enough. They're happy, but them. they were. Coach Powers said that they're happy that they were able to provide a place for yes. the Coyotes to play. He believes that hockey, NHL hockey, does belong in the desert, and uh, it probably just doesn't belong in a five thousand seat building designed for college hockey. It does well. Uh, it it would be one thing if it was for a year, but you know, there's Plan B and Plan C. Don't worry about it. Some yeah, of the well, other, uh, can I tell you something, Paul? People there don't don't look that. now, but this is year two, and the building yeah. hasn't been started yet. So uh, that means is at they least three, maybe four, before they're out yeah, of there. Well, yeah, no, unless something else uh, comes along. Hint, anyway. hint, wink, wink. Anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> so so this weekend uh, at yeah. Mullet, again a split weekend, Friday and Sunday afternoon. Who do we got right. coming to town? That would be the Providence College Friars. With your favorite coach. You fanboy over I do, Nate I, Lehman I, I, more well, than any other coach that, in the in hockey. There, no, there's a lot of people that fanboy over Nate Lehman. Yeah, I know, but just you're listen, you're at the top of the to fan power, club. Just listen to Powers. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I'll tell Nate that when he gets here, I'll say, uh, you okay. know, Paul Hornstein really is... Uh, Top of your fan club, by the way. Right there anyway. with Rico Blasi. And I, had, I had a chance to visit with Nate, you know, uh, a, a year and a half ago or so and in, in Detroit. Right. In Detroit. So, anyway. Um, that's coming up. Uh, there's a big match of home and home, Omaha and Augustana. And Augustana is chomping at the bit to be able are. to play in front of their home fans again. It's been a while. Yeah. So they are looking forward to that. Trust me on that one. Um, that's a big one. Uh, who's going to Denver to play at Magnus this weekend, Paul? Um, that would be the Yale Bulldogs. Ooh, Yale and Denver. Uh, uh, is that one going to be close? Sure. Is is that no. going to be close? No, no. it shouldn't a, be it's right. A, it's a name matchup, but that's right. it. Okay. Um, um, the the. You know the the Ivies probably got whacked by COVID more than any other schools, except it seems for Cornell. Uh, Yale and right. Harvard have definitely been struggling, especially Yale. Um, uh, in the last couple of years, post COVID, uh, you know the Yale was pre. Uh, perennially a uh, you know a top 10 top 12 team you know now uh under Keith Lane they, they you know well and, and the covid years if i'm if i'm uh correct did not really help them because they don't have grad no, programs that. right no, that's exactly right they they you know you can't give the extra years so they lost a lot of guys um you know, and they'd been struggling a few years before COVID, and COVID just exacerbated the problem. They were 19 and 9 in 2015 16. 
and they had four straight years of playing around 500. And then now post-COVID, then, I mean, wow. We're talking about a team that was perennially uh, a postseason threat, even if they weren't a, uh, a threat to win the national championship. Um, and, you know, that uh, was not, uh, you know, it has not been the same over there since. Um Harvard has done much better under Teddy Donato. But uh, they seem to be, it seems to have caught up to them a little bit this year. They have a weird 1-1-3 one, one, and three record. <laughs> and number two in the pairwise. Oh. Uh, okay. no, 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 we're not going to well, go down that road. We're not going to go down that road. T- tonight, sure? we're talking Arizona State hockey, but we got to get through these matchups. So Lindenwood is making the trip to Penn State this weekend. Uh, Hockey Valley, as they like to call it, at the Pool Ice Center. Yeah, well, um, that'll be a very interesting matchup. Uh, we're going to see how, uh, what you know, what Lindenwood has. I don't want to say learned in a couple of weeks, but you know, we'll see if they can kind of wash the taste out of their mouth from the last Big Ten matchup they had with Michigan. Yeah. Where that was ugly. You know, it just oh, that was, was ugly. an ugly weekend, and the coach told us that himself. So, okay. And then the uh, the guys from Alaska Anchorage are going to be leaving um, Tempe tomorrow, and um, yeah. they're going to go from about eighty to about, about thirty five oh. in Madison, Wisconsin. So, and well, it won't be zero like it is up in Anchorage right now. It's going to be a, a much different atmosphere, both on and off the ice. Um, in Wisconsin, because I got a feeling Mike Hastings' crew might be a little upset after last weekend. You think they might have? Uh, I, I don't know what their practice schedule is, but they probably practice today. Um, they might still be practicing. Oh, no, they might. That's, st- that's they facetious. Might <laughs> no, it's facetious. Um, you can't I, I, I doubt it with sugar and spice <laughs> and everything nice. Um. Well, Matt Chasby told me that he's hoping that they have a little too much turkey on on Thursday and they can they can jump them on uh, Friday because he's worried about Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I think he's worried about both of them. But anyway, um, yeah. so go go Anchorage, go up there and then try to do some work um, in Madison. Uh, the Fairbanks boys uh, have the week oh. off. Yeah, up, they'll be at home having turkey. Uh, Colorado College will be at home having turkey. I think. Unless uh, Coach Mayak gave them chicken um, for the way they played last weekend, I don't, I don't, I don't think know. He, I don't. I, <laughs> they might joke. still be skating too. Yeah, they might still be. Uh, and the Air Force Falcons are traveling again, and they're at Canisius, correct? No, no, I, I believe. Or is Canisius uh, at Air Force? Oh, okay. I, I missed Canisius at. Air I missed that one. Nope, it is at Canisius. And, so they probably okay. go back. Uh, probably not. And um, my, my, the, the North Dakota Fighting Sioux, the number one team in the country. Sioux. Yes. What about, Who do they get to play? Sioux? Who do they get to play? Uh, oh, now I have to look again. Bemidji State. Just memorize. Oh, yeah. Okay. So Bemidji what are you State. But for is, if you know? Is it at Bemidji or is it at Grand Forks? At the Ralph? Um, I believe it's at uh, Grand Forks at Ralph Engelstead Arena. At the Ralph. Okay, good. Ralph, uh, we got Arena. that clear. 
we got that cleared up. Um, so Augustana, we got Omaha, we got Lindenwood, we got everybody covered right now. Oh, wait, Brad, and, Bradbury better. I gotta wonder if Brad, Bradbury is he gonna be worried about the holiday turkey itself, and then uh, a little trap weekend before going to Denver next week. Oh, playing Bemidji State is not a trap weekend. You better be up and ready to play them, boys, or the, or the Saratory team over there is going to rough you up. My, this my is not a trap weekend. Is, my point is it's not conference. They're on a bit oh, of a yeah, roll, but, and they play you, Denver you, next week. But you think Bemidji State isn't ready to take down number one if they have any opportunity to? No, of course oh, they yeah. are. Of, no, of yeah, course they not. That's not that's a, that still doesn't mean that that they might that somebody might not be peeking ahead. No, I I don't think uh, Bradbury and his guys are peeking ahead at all because uh, they okay. just got to number one, and I saw a lot of posts this week uh, after they were uh, named the number one team in the country by the crazy pollsters. That and not that they don't deserve it. I'm just saying that other teams deserve to move up closer to them. But anyway, um, we'll get into that another time, another day. Um, <laughs> so anyway, you know, uh, Tuesday night is when we like to do the magazine style show. We normally like to have a guest, but with Thanksgiving this week and with a bunch of things going on and teams playing and traveling, uh, and I had the opportunity to go to a media availability at Arizona state today. I said, you know what, why don't we, uh, why don't we just play some cuts from the interviews today hold on, hold on, and, hold on, uh, bring that. On. You're always telling no, me. No, there's no holding on. What? You're always telling me that I have to, I can't really form opinions until I see them practice. And we want to talk about this. I said you some practice. I said you some practice. No, my point is you always <laughs> tell me you don't, do you want to, do you want to talk about your opinion? After you've seen them practice before the cuts or after the cuts? We'll do it after the cuts. Okay. We got some long ones, but the first one's short okay. because uh, I just had a couple of questions uh, in, in the scrum. On all fairness, the first one is the scrum with Brandon uh, Tabakin. And then uh, I had a little sit down for about seven minutes or so with the uh, Jackson Twins. And then uh, in the middle of the scrum with uh, Coach Power. So let's listen to Brandon Tabakin, his thoughts on last weekend and where the Sun Devils are right now. Sunday afternoon, you guys, uh, what I call, look like a championship pedigree when you took a one nothing lead, a 2 nothing lead, and then you get that empty netter. Did it feel like you guys are turning the corner now towards a, a championship culture here? It felt really good, yeah. I think with every win, we get more and more, more, and more momentum, and we believe in ourselves even more. Uh, what we did really well Sunday is that obviously our two losses had been blown leads. So I think we go up one nothing, we go up 2 nothing. It was critical that we close that game out in like a convincing fashion, and we did that, so it was huge. I don't know how many people saw it, but I saw your celly along the bench. Uh, <laughs> tell me about that one. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> before I had got out there for the six on five, uh, I was talking to Hixie, and he said, just don't ice it, don't take a pose. So I just wanted to go high flip it, not to try to score a goal, but just to get you know fresh bodies out. We already went into nothing, don't need another goal. But then I said, like, just kind of just started to go more and more towards the net, and I was like, here we go. And then, uh, <laughs> I was already close to the bench. I was like, let me just do a quick selly down the line. And they don't ask how, right? So it's good. <laughs> exactly. Paul, do you happen to know where Brandon Tabakin is from? Well, the roster 
says Woodbury, New York. Now, here's the catch. <laughs> there are two of them. There's two. See, he could be Woodbury, Long Island, or Woodbury, Westchester. Well, either way, uh, when I get a chance to visit with him a little later on in the year, well, I'm going to have because I'm going to have him come and visit the one on Long Island and 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 maybe take a swing past the palatial estate because I need some guys to give me some real feedback here since I couldn't get within what seven, eight, ten miles. I don't know how far away I was, but the guards kept me well away when we were at Northwell. Well, they try to do that with me too. They don't want me hanging out <laughs> in any place. They're, Listen, you don't want to be in any place that'll have me. <laughs> okay, uh, let's jump in next to uh, my visit with the Jackson Twins, the Oakville, Ontario Jackson Twins, who are finding uh, a nice home in Tempe. And if you listen very closely towards the end, you might be pretty excited if you're a Sun Devil fan. Here we go. All right, welcome back in college hockey fans. It's uh, College Hockey West Weekly. Doing a little preview with the Jackson Twins, who are off to a great start. Guys, Dylan and Ty, um, first of all, tell me about uh, coming to Arizona State. What drew you here, and why are we having success right now uh, this season? Yeah, I mean, well, there's obviously a lot of factors that drew us here. Uh, new program, there's this opportunity to kind of be a tradition and kind of, you know, uh, start up the program and help them get to heights that they've never been to before. Uh, so I think that was a huge factor. And obviously the weather is beautiful out here. The new facilities are unbelievable, the coaching staff, and the teams that they already had in the past. I think they're one of the quickest teams ever to get to the NCAA tournament. But I think that was a, another factor, and uh, we're hoping to get back there again this year. You know, I watched you practice last year, and uh, I watched you after practice. I think maybe even commented to you last year about the time that you guys spent after uh, the regular practice, just working on different things together. Has that helped your chemistry along with the fact that you're twins? Yeah, yeah obviously it has, and we played together for, what is it, 16 years now? Yeah. So <laughs> playing with someone that long, you get to know how they play, and... Yeah, I think yeah. that's been the biggest thing, just playing together our whole life. Yeah. yeah, I think especially last year too, I think we were off to a start that we weren't so happy with. So being out there on the extra ice and getting some extra touches in, working on some little things we wanted to improve on was huge. And um, yeah, I mean, hopefully we'll continue to do the same thing this year. And um, I think that was the main reason why we like to stay out, just to get some extra touches in. You know, a year older, a year more experienced, do you guys feel the difference on the ice with, uh, with the way you play now in your game? Yeah, I think um, I think one of the biggest factors was strength and conditioning this summer with uh, Leanne. She's awesome. So I think working out hard in the gym and putting on a little bit more weight and obviously getting older, more experience, more games played. And last year I was coming off a long injury, so I think it took me a little bit to get into it. But, yeah, I definitely feel a little more confident on the ice this year. Yeah, definitely stronger with puck battles. And I just feel my decision-making is a little bit more mature now, and I think the coaching staff trusts us a little bit more. So... You know, every year as you get older, you want to take that next step. And I think, as Dylan mentioned, Leanne, and, and just the experience, those two things were huge in helping us uh, get some more trust there. Are we sure that Lucas is not a Jackson? Because he fits right in with you, too. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, he plays, a, I think he plays a similar style to us, so it's uh, great playing with him, and yeah. it's a lot of fun. Yeah, super smart player, I love playing with him. So I guess we're, we're all about the same size, maybe yeah. a little bit shorter than Dylan and Lucas. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, we love playing with him. And uh, we kind of clicked later when we started playing together, so... Yeah. And we kind of continue that into this year. You talk about your strength and the ability to uh, to be on pucks harder and different things like that, but 
it's also about the knowledge of where the three of you are. I've watched some passing plays that were uh, were unbelievable. So that's something you guys have worked on together for a while, or is it something that just kind of came together because of your style? Yeah, I feel, I feel like it's something that came together. And, you know, like you said, we played together for so long, so maybe that's part of it. But Luke is a really smart player, so yeah. playing with him, I think we kind of click, and it just comes together. Yeah, I think it's easy. Uh, like Dylan said, you know, playing together forever. We know where we're kind of going. We, we know our tendencies, and then, Silly, he kind of, like you said, he plays that similar style. So with him, it was just it kind of clicked right away. Uh, he's so smart. He knows where to go. He always finds those little spaces. So and he's obviously a great passer to a great scorer. So it was a, a really easy transition to play with him as well. When I look at uh, the rankings and uh, the pairwise and all that, I get a little frustrated because you guys are 9-2-1 right now, playing some great hockey. You can only beat the teams that are in front of you. Does that bother you guys right now, or you just want to keep chalking up wins? Yeah, well, I think the biggest thing is um, we don't really look at the rankings too much at the start of the season. They kind of fall into place later in the year. So if we just focus on the next game, the next win, the next series, sweeping teams and um, focusing on ourselves, you know, the rankings will fall into place later in the year. So not try not to get too stressed about it earlier in the year and think too much about it. So let me to ask you this. When you look at the season as a whole and you chipping away and um, whether you guys are here next year or not, uh, they'll be in a conference, and that will make a ton of difference. But um, right now, it's about getting wins against everybody. How important is getting wins on the road right now for the psyche of this team? Because we know what you do here at Mullet. Yeah, yeah, I know. I, I think last year, too, that was a struggling point for our team is we weren't as good as we wanted to be on the road. I know road wins are huge for pairwise, and uh, we don't have many road games this year, so it's important that... Um, you know, obviously we don't want to overlook Providence, but after next weekend, we want to really focus in on playing our best hockey against Colorado College and uh, making sure that when we go on the road, we take care of business, um, as we didn't do last year and as we obviously didn't do earlier in the year when we played Miami. So we want to really focus in on those games and make sure we're getting those games. When I looked on paper this year, I said, I think Arizona State is a top five team in depth on paper. Uh, before seeing you play a game. And that's uh, with 64 teams in the country, and I see a lot of hockey. Uh, did it feel like this depth this year is maybe better than before? Uh, it's, I mean, definitely in practice playing against some of the guys, it's really difficult. So I think we have a lot of guys that make it hard to play against, and I think that helps with that. Honestly, it's, it's, uh, it does feel like that this year, and we just want to keep it going. Yeah, yeah, I think our coaches did a great job uh, filling in a lot of spots of guys that left. We brought in some great uh, transfers, some great freshmen that have stepped in and been great in practice and been great in the game. So, um, you know, credit to the coaching staff there. I think we, we've built a team here that's capable of doing good things. It's just as long as we're in the right mindset and we execute, uh, we should be able to do those things. I think that's what's our focus now, and that's what's important for us. And I feel like we've also had a lot of guys step into places and uh, play those roles, and they've been unbelievable, like I said, freshmen and transfers, and it's... Yeah, it just feels really good. In practice, obviously, playing against these guys, it's difficult. Okay, we're going to end with some fun here. So what's the biggest difference between uh, Ontario, where you grew up, and Tempe? Uh, well, definitely the weather. <laughs> I'd say it's probably really cold there right now, snowing or raining. Yeah, raining much. I love the sun every day. Well, almost every day. It rained yeah. last week. Pretty much every day, we get the sunlight here. So nice. definitely a lot easier to wake up in the morning and, and get over the rain when the sun's out. And, uh, you know, I think that's the biggest difference. Yeah. Ontario, uh, the people know their hockey. In Tempe, the people are learning their hockey, and I see it each each and every game that I'm here at. Does it feel that way for you guys too? That the guys, uh, the crowd, seem to get into games more every night? 
uh, yeah, I mean, and one thing too is like we've played a lot of ranks now in college hockey, and these are some of the best fans. Like we fill out the rank every single game, so it's been unbelievable. Especially playing here in Tempe, you know, we didn't completely expect that, but the experience has been awesome. Yeah, yeah, we played in Toronto, we played in Boston, we played in all these hockey hotspots, and this has been the best crowd consistently every night. So we're super lucky here. Yeah. Awesome. Any chance we're gonna get you guys for a fifth year? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the plan so far. So, awesome. Yeah. That's good news. Dylan, Ty, thanks for spending some time. Yeah, thank you. There you go, Paul. Did you catch anything at the end of that uh, conversation? Well, I, I, I told you when I heard it this afternoon, that's that's when my ears perked up. <laughs> um, that's, that's what the, the plan, plan that's is. A good, that's, a, that's a good plan. I like that plan. <laughs> I think Coach Powers does too, if, uh, and I'm sure uh -huh. he's been told that that's what they'd like to do. Uh, now the question is, will Lucas Sillinger get a fifth year? Will he be back? Uh, will they find somebody else to play with these guys? I mean, you already threw out a name that you thought would be a pretty good fit at center. Well, uh, like I said, I don't know. Um, I, I would assume Sillinger gets a COVID year like everybody else. Um, yeah, I would think so. I would think so. It's just a matter of whether he wants to use it or not. Yeah, I, and, and, you know, I mean, I guess anything is possible. But, and, and it's not one of those things like, hey, if we win the national championship, do I come back? It's, uh, what would you do? If you win the national championship, you want to come back and try to get a second? Or are you, well, are you happy with it? Um, I guess it would depend really on, uh, you know, what the other options are. <laughs> well, you know, I threw that out there because this nine-two and one mark is uh, is tied for second in wins in the country, and I ranted about it last night. Um, it, it frustrates the heck out of me. It always will, mostly for the fact that um, you know I don't know if the teams get that frustrated over it, but if you're trying to grow the game, doggone it, come on, come on. Let's just look at wins and losses for a little while. When we hit February, now we can start talking about where teams fit into the pairwise and how they're going to make the national tournament field. Uh, but for right now, come do? on, give these guys a little credit. They're 9-2-1. Why are they way down the list from the, the, the team in the country in most polls at 9-2-1 also? Well, let's put it this way. I'll, I'll tell you why they are there. And this is uh, reading directly from one of the hockey college hockey websites. It's not ours. Um, you know, uh, talking Our about... Our voters don't know anything? They don't watch enough games? Talking about uh, the non-conference games this weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. What what do we got here? They're Did they miss about, one? They're talking about, and I'll do, I'll read directly from it. I'm not going to throw out names. There's a slate of really good non-conference hockey happening this weekend with the Thanksgiving holiday, starting with Wednesday's game between Quinnipiac and BU. Friday, we get BC at Notre Dame, a game that will reveal a lot about the Fighting Irish. And number 20, RIT, hosts number 12, New Hampshire. Um, oh, they also mentioned Michigan going to St. Cloud. Um, uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, yeah, that's, that's it. They don't talk anything. 
Oh, they do talk about Michigan State and that other maroon and gold team playing as the only Big Ten game this weekend, matchups this weekend. So no, there you go. No, okay. okay. That's it. They they missed the big one between Providence and uh, Arizona State, two of the top yeah, so teams that's, in the country that's, record-wise. You asked the question. You asked the yeah. question. There's your answer. You answered it. Okay. All right. Let's do this. Take a quick break. Let's come back and let's get Coach Powers' thought on uh, so far this season for Arizona State Sunday. Walt will hear from him a great question from Eric List. I'll give Eric a little a shout out um, from Arizona State and the Cronkite School for asking the question since they weren't able to ask it last week about his relationship and the relationship of Ray Anderson to the hockey program who recently stepped down uh, from his position as uh, athletic director. We'll be right back. It's time to drop the puck on the nation's best college hockey conference. We bring you closer to the action all season long with access to exclusive on-demand content and more than 140 live games. Catch every big goal and clutch save when you can't be there. We have you covered here. Stream on your phone, computer, or straight to your TV and don't miss a moment from your favorite team. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Passion, talent, development. NCAA hockey offers all that and its players graduate at a 93% rate. Trevor Zegras. And they score on the lacrosse move. Jake Gensel. banks it towards the goalie score. Kale McCarr. Kale McCarr. Stars on campus before the NHL stage. Whether you're a fan or a player, nothing compares to college hockey. My goodness gracious Visit collegehockeyinc.com and follow at College Hockey. All right, uh, College Hockey fans, Scott Strandy with you here. The voice of Ice Time Hockey West on ITHSW Podcast. And if you're looking for a new bank, I found one. I found a great one. It's more than a bank. It's more than everything you could ever imagine in a financial institution. It's SoFi. You probably heard of it. You probably seen the stadium when you watch NFL football. It's uh, it's huge. So's the bank. But isn't it time that a bank pays you? Uh, how many times have you gone in and had a bank say, "Hey, I want to give you twenty-five bucks"? Well, guess what? If you want to become a member, a uh, a a uh, uh, account holder, if you will, with SoFi, just uh, let me know. Send me a text at uh, 760-801-8060. Send me an email at icetimehockeywestgmail.com or simply just reply to you know, our social media outlets. Tell me SoFi. I'm going to send you a link at $25 just for opening up an account and trying them. Savings, checking, um insurance, investments. Uh, you can refi your uh, your student loan if you uh, got to do that battle again. 
Um, you name it, they're there for you. In addition to that, they're going to give you 25 bucks just for opening up the account. Why not do it? Why not do it tonight? Why not do it tomorrow? Um, don't waste time on this one because it's a good one. It could be a limited time offer. They haven't told me yet, but I know it's available now and through the rest of the year. So uh, take advantage of joining the best bank, I think, in the world. That would be SoFi Bank. Again, text me, 760-801-8060. I'll send you a direct link that you can uh, join SoFi and get paid 25 bucks to do so. And it's not one of these things where you got to wait. No, there's no waiting. You make your uh, deposit into the new account, and uh, as soon as you do, there's 25 bucks joining whatever you put in. So don't miss it. Join SoFi today. After a hard day at work or a long week, what's better than good comfort food to put you at ease? At the Spaghetti Shack, we say the answer is comfort food that's made by somebody else. Spaghetti Shack has taken spaghetti and meatballs, the classic Italian comfort food, to a portable level. ASU alumni owned and operated the Spaghetti Shack has three locations. At 6340 South Aurora Road in Tempe, the ASU location at 922 East Apache Road, and 952 West White Mountain Road in Pine Top. For lunch, dinner, or catering as well, call us at 480-687-2485 or order online at thespaghettishack.com. Coming to you from the nchc.tv studios, ITHSW Podcast presents College Hockey West Weekly. Indeed it is College Hockey West Weekly, and that voice has uh, a weekend at least off for Thanksgiving, so great to have uh, Charlie Hornstein back in your home, I'm sure, Paul. Very, very Paul out on, uh, on Long Island, New York, of course, the big palatial estate. Charlie's getting reacquainted with uh, the servants, I guess, and everybody. There are servants here? Nobody told me about this. <laughs> anyway, anyway, great to have Charlie back. Uh, that voice is uh, is second to none, by the way. So, so. much better than mine. So oh, much we love we love having them. I also want to shout out uh, the guys at uh, behind the mask. Uh, they've been with us from the very start, and I know Randy and the guys over there have a big thing going on uh, this Black Friday, which of course is the day after thanksgiving and uh they're not telling everybody what it is they're just saying come into one of our stores and we've got a surprise for you so uh let's uh well behind the mask in the valley or uh check them with them online at behind the mask.com and find out uh what they have going they always got something going on okay we talked uh sun devil hockey from players um now it's time to hear from the coach uh, he was uh, very talkative today, by the way, as you would expect when your team is uh, nine, two, and one, and should be a top five team in the country. Uh, Coach Powers had a few things to say, and I'll admit this was in the scrum. The last uh, two and a half minutes or so were my questions. We'll play those separately, but here's uh, the media scrum today with Coach Greg Powers from Arizona State University. Uh, huge weekend against a, a really, really good team. I think that uh, I think they probably they may be the best team we play all year. Um, certainly, that's not a knock on anyone else that we play, but they're that good. They, they we watched the team both games against UMass. They deserved a better fate. They lost two games late. They're going to come in here hungry and ready to go, and, and we know we uh, we got to work that out for. 
Coach, what makes you say that? Played number two Denver. They bring in a team brings a very strong team. What do you see that you think makes it? Just their structure and their difficulty to play. You know, they're so hard to play against. You know, they, they just play the right way. They're insanely well coached. They have depth at every position. Um, they're, you know, they're just really good. Yeah, I like I like how they play. Brandon, you talk about the physicality and the mindset kind of has to start on Tuesday rather than Friday night. You know, how do you? You know, sort of get that physical. Well, I mean, we designed a practice today that, that, that set the tone for the week. That, 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 you know, we're in full war on Friday. And if we play like we did last Friday, we stand zero chance. Like, this team will come in and they'll, they'll embarrass us. Um, if we compete like we did on Sunday, then we, we like the chance. But if, if you don't compete against Providence, you know, they're going to have on and off nights, but they always compete. So that's the one thing that, that I think uh, Nate obviously does an incredible job is, is establishing what an identity is and what their identity needs to be and playing to that every game. That's why they've always had so much success. You kind of talked about how sound they are, especially on the defensive end. Um, how do you kind of attack a team like that that is so like pumped in their own defensive end and doesn't allow a lot of shots? Well, you just keep things simple, just get pots and bodies in the net, you know, and kind of beat them at their own game. They're, they're really good at the blue paint at both ends, so they're going to have to be, which is, again, a lot of the stuff you saw out there today in practice. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't really change for us, for anybody. We have to play to our identity. We have to worry about ourselves, be the best versions of ourselves. And if we are, again, we like our chances against anybody. We think we can beat anybody. Is there anything you can take from other ranked opponents you guys have seen this year and into this one? No, I don't think so. I, I, I Again, I think this is, again, the, the best team we played. We played some really, really good hockey teams. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's, we have to just, we have to have our best week of practice that we've ever had this season. And, and we need to be our very best on Friday to have a chance to be there. Coach, we did get talked to you last game. Of course, Ray Anderson stepped down in the athletic direction. Pivotal, really, for helping you and this whole hockey team be where it is today. Yeah, I mean, I'm 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 happy for Ray that that he's he's gonna move into that next chapter of his life with Buffy. He's a great great friend. He's a great man. Um, I've I've made no bones about it that that uh, you know I'm gonna miss him because he, he did so much for me and my family and so much for our program. Ray, uh, without Ray, uh, we don't exist. You know, and, and, and people. You know, our, our, we, we love the affinity that we've built in the program. We, we have sold-out crowds and, and unbelievable support from the ASU community. Um, and it's important that the ASU community understands that, that, that this exists because Ray said yes. You know, it would have been so easy for an athletic director who just started on a job at a Power 5 institution in the Pac-12 where hockey didn't exist at any institution just to be like, hey, I got I got a million things on my plate. I'm more focused on. The last thing I need to do right now is add a sport, you know, that's so far off the reservation from what would be normal to add a sport at Arizona State. And instead, he saw the opportunity and pounced on it and, and internally did things to make it happen. Um, and without his tenacity and vision for what we have now become and, and are continuing to be. We're not here, so, so we owe everything to Ray, and he'll forever be a, a mentor, a friend, and and, uh, and somebody that, that I keep in touch with forever. And piggybacking off that a little bit, you know, kind of talked about the arena. You know, this doesn't exist without him. You know, how cool is it to, to play in this arena and you know share some of the amenities with an NHL franchise playing in your arena? 
Uh, I mean, it's, it's cool. You know, I mean, I think there's a lot of advantages to have the NHL here. Um, obviously, when, you know, on days like tomorrow, we're probably going to see Blues will be out here at this time, and, and our guys can go in and get lunch and go up and watch the, the NHL team practice. So there's advantages to it. Um, we're making the most of it because we have no other choice. Um, but uh, we, we, we enjoy them being here. We're, we're proud that we've been able to – provide a temporary home to keep the NHL in this market. We need to keep the NHL in this market. Um, it's great for the growth of the game here, and, and the Coyotes being here for the last 27, 28 years has led to so many good things for the sport in our market. So uh, we're thrilled to be in the show. Coach, the other uh, coach that an issue with uh, the Rams kind of talked about the importance of NIL, right, and how you know, that's not an ever-changing thing in the current college landscape. What are your thoughts on NIL and I mean, it's the, the reality of the world we live in. You know, it exists, and, and you know, um, I think if I'm old school, if I had my way, I'd, I'd probably not, not have it. But but we have it. We have it, and we have to meet it head on, and we have to uh, support it and, um, and, and, and deal with it appropriately. And uh, we're doing things as a department to do that, and uh, we're really excited about moving forward. I was going to say, Brad, you called Providence blue collar. You know, they've got the number one scoring defense in the country. You've got one of the best scoring offenses in the country. How do you sort of keep that offensive momentum going? Yeah, just simplify, just get pucks and bodies in the net. You know, embrace embrace how hard it's going to be to have success to score against a really stout team. Um, and, and the only way to do that is to, to, to not get cute, you know, and, and not to make things perfect. You know, you got to get pucks in. you got to get pucks and bodies in the net. And... and earn every inch, and that's what we're going to have to do against them. Coach, it's going to be a strong defensive game, and two guys that have kind of bonded, it seems, offensively, really. Ethan and, and Ty, what have you seen as their bond? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're the two guys we look to to close out games. They're, they're veterans, and they play hard. They're physical. Um, they have good sticks. They know what their role is. Their role is to, 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 to shut teams down, and you know, we put them out there against other teams' top guys, and they embrace that, and then they're out there in winning time when we're up at late in the game to... To, to shut teams down, and they've done a great job of that. Coach, I asked a couple guys last week about the uh, neck guards. Uh, have you heard anything about them possibly mandating I think USA Hockey's working towards probably moving towards that, which we want to see. I mean, there's so many different options, whether it's, you know, a, a Kevlar kind of sleeve coming up from, from a ditch or, or an actual neck guard. Um, you see, it was really nice. I went to both of my son's games on Saturday, and, and half his team was we were wearing them. He didn't wear it in the first game, and, and I snapped on him, and he wore it in the second game. Um, it's 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 just so easy, especially for kids, to, to wear it and, and and prevent you know things from happening that, that you just don't want to see happen in this great game. And it's such an easy fix, and, and you know hopefully more and more players at all levels um, start to play with them. I mean, Anze Kopitar, you saw him one last night in our building. He's one of the best players in the world. So. It's good to see guys like that setting the example for younger players, and um, hopefully you'll see some of our guys on the levels got neck protection now, and hopefully more guys will follow suit. But it's their call. I'm not going to mandate that they do it, but I certainly support it. Coach, kind uh, from a coaching standpoint, last weekend, thank you, it said it's kind of weird having that Saturday off. You get it again this weekend on a Friday-Sunday series. Does it give you anything kind of different, maybe a day to – process more what happened on Friday going into Sunday? Yeah, it, it, it gave us a day to reflect and, and really, really process everything that happened Friday, you know, and, and, then, and then really meet the team Sunday morning 
as opposed to Saturday, and because and, and, I did not like how we played Friday. I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't think that um, we worked. I didn't think we competed. I didn't think we executed really anything. We just found a way to win. Um, and so, you know, cooler heads prevailed, and I think we had a little bit more of a, you know, it wasn't an easy meeting or film Sunday morning, but it was a lot easier than it would have been had we met on Saturday. So that, that was nice. <laughs> You mentioned going to your son's games. How great is it seeing them develop their game while also having, in a way, a bunch of other sons on this ASU team kind of mirroring? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really cool. You know, I mean, it's, it's uh, I mean, it, hockey, you know, is, is uh, it's a family sport, you know, and, and these kids that are all on our team, you know, they grew up in rinks with their families and, and you know, families invest so much for their kids that, at the youth, especially at the AAA travel level, um, emotionally and, and financially, that um, you know, it just it's 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 hard. It's hard on families, but it's it's you get emotionally invested, and, and uh, you know, everybody's got a son playing the game. So I I, I, I get that side of it. Coach, you uh, you built this to be the tradition, and I thought last Sunday afternoon you guys showed another step, and that was uh, closing out teams. I call it a championship pedigree. Did it feel that way, like you made a move? On yeah, no, I, I loved how we played. I mean, we didn't give them really anything the, the entire game, minus about a five-minute stretch. And that, you know, the, the lesson from the five-minute stretch that they had a, a few chances and had us on our heels a little bit um, was, was Dylan Jackson's retaliatory penalty. And so, again, it's a learning moment for our guys. We were, we were closing them out, um, skating them really, you know, to, to the point where they just could, didn't, couldn't breathe, they couldn't operate, and, and we did that for two and a half periods, and then have a chance to go on a power play. We take a penalty, we give them momentum, um, so it was a good learning experience for our guys. But yeah, you know, I mean, the two losses we have, we've had three goal leads, um, so learning how to close out games and play the right way, and our guys, what they need to understand, and I think they're learning, is that when you go up two or three, you just have to play the right way. Teams are going to press, and they're going to give you opportunities. And if you play the right way, and you, you don't start to cheat it because you have a lead, that's when your lead grows to four or five. So um, we have a mature group that, that's learned that and, and twice the hard way, and, and I, I agree. I think they took a step on Sunday. In, Ju in July, you look like, um, on paper anyway, that you had, I call it the fifth best uh, team in college hockey, depth-wise. Does it feel like that depth is making a difference right now at this point in the season? Yeah, I, I, uh, I'd like to know how you computed that. But, uh, <laughs> you, but, want, uh, you got time? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're deep. You're absolutely right. I mean, we have we have really, really good good hockey players, especially the freshmen, um, you know, like a Matthew Romer and a Tony Akili and a Cole Helm, you know, and a David Heimovich. Um, that, that haven't really got to play, you know, and, and, you know, knock on wood, we're healthy. That's a big reason. And we're winning. And, and, but if you watched our practice today and you saw how good those guys were and how hard they worked and how much they're pushing the guys that are in, it, 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 it all trickles down, you know, and, and, and that's why we're winning because these guys show up every day to support their teammates and push them in practice. And I have no doubt in my mind with how deep we are, no matter who we call on, we can get it done, including those guys that haven't got opportunity yet. And we're looking forward to them getting opportunity. When it will be, I don't know. Um, they just have to stick with it, and they know that. Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Thanks guys. Okay, there you go. I know it was a long cut, but uh, some good stuff from Coach Powers. What stood out to you, Paul? Where do you want me to start? At the beginning, where we always do. Oh, well... <laughs>
first of all, I, I, you know, he, good for him for mentioning those guys who haven't played, if at all, uh, this year by name. Get their names out there. Um, in terms of, you know, their question about practice. Um, good for him. For We're talking Frankie. about practice? Yeah, they are, Jim I mean, Mora. practice? Yes, I mean, um, yes they are. <laughs> um, oh, what the hell? I can't, I can't remember his name. Oh, jeez. Um, We're talking practice. Basketball. Alan Iverson. Yeah, yeah. Alan Iverson. Um, <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. I threw you for a uh, loop on that one. Sorry about that. No, no, it's fine. I just I couldn't remember. I yeah, I can hear it in my head, but um, yeah. I mean, I'd like to know how you calculated fifth, top five in the country too. I'm sure the coach <laughs> you got time? I have more. I have unfortunately I have too much time. <laughs> okay. well, I really don't. But some um, and, and talk about it. Uh, coach said I was absolutely right though. I don't know if you caught that part of it. I didn't hear that part. Sorry. Didn't, yeah, I, fig- I, I, figured I didn't you did. I don't think you really said hey, that. Go back and, and listen to it again because uh, he said, I'd like to know how you figured that, but you're absolutely right. Uh, somehow I missed that. I don't know. I just threw my shoulder out patting myself on the back on that one. But um, Yeah, I just, um, you know, um, you know, you, you, you didn't get some of the usual coach speak, right? He said, if we play like we played on Friday, we're going to get waxed. If we play like we play on Sunday, we have a good chance to win the game. <laughs> you can't get any more plain spoken than that, right? Nope, you really can't. Um, I also thought it was really uh, a good part, a good answer to a question about his relationship with Ray Anderson and just what Ray meant to uh, NCAA hockey at Arizona State. Well, and and good for whichever Cronkite kid asked that question. That was Eric. Eric List again. Eric, another okay. pat on the back for you. Um, uh, you know, we know what a lightning rod uh, the now former athletic director has been. Um, you know, um, I will... You know, sit here and say that I for every thing you put on one side of the ledger, I can think of something that goes on the other side. Um, but you know, in terms of 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 hockey, uh, other ASU athletic directors were asked those questions in the past, and they just flat out said no. And Coach Power said it would have been very easy for Ray to. Uh... Yes. just coming into the position to say no. And it would have been even easier to say, no, I've reconsidered when COVID hit. Uh, it didn't happen, though. No. And now look at it. And now look, it's the groundbreaking program for hockey in the West, I believe. I, I, it's what everybody looks at. It's what they aspire to uh, bring to their university. It's the number three revenue generator uh, of all sports at Arizona yeah, State. Well, you know, and... um uh, so, you know, and like I said, uh, I know plenty of folks uh, that are alums and so forth and so on, and you know, doing a a jig and a and a dance, and you know, they're entitled to their opinion too. Uh, I'm just like I said, for every thing you put on one side of the ledger, 
sort of good or bad, I can probably find something to match it on the other side. Okay, and only because I've been asked this a million and a half times at places that I've traveled to, um, let's let's make it clear and let's back Coach Powers on this one too. Um, this arena was built for Arizona State hockey and athletics. It, it's a college arena that they graciously opened their doors up to uh, to save NHL hockey at least for the short term in the desert. So let's not be confused, folks. This is an Arizona State facility that's being utilized because they opened the doors. Right. Sun Devil Hockey Program and Sun Devil Athletics opened the doors to an NHL team. Are there some benefits? I'm not naive. Yes, there are. No, yes, uh, when NHL that. players come through and your team can watch them and see how they handle themselves and all of that, that is a benefit. But it is not vice versa. And several people have told me that. Uh, that, hey, it's really great to come to an NHL building, and it's not an NHL building. It's a college building that's hosting NHL hockey um, yeah. on the odd days. Yeah, I mean, that's it's ASU's building, period. End of story. And that's why we uh, priority games on Friday and Saturday night, <laughs> and there's not, uh, well, they don't so get bumped be because it's their own building. It's also the schedules made out far in advance. Yeah, without a doubt. And, and Coach Power says it, you know, that um, they, they with the Coyotes and they do what they can. But uh, I just think it needs to be clear because I hear it. Um, the farther I get away from Tempe, the more I hear it um, about the fact that the yeah. Sun Devils are playing in an NHL building by the Coyotes. I even heard somebody came up to me and said, it's really nice that the Coyotes are allowing Arizona State to play in that building. And I'm yeah. going like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let, let's get this straight right off the get-go. That is not the case. And I don't want to I don't want to play, you know, uh, hardball with anybody here. But come on. This, well, this money know, was put together for, for NCAA like, hockey you know. in the desert. I, I would tell them, I, no, they, don't come to me and say that because I, I will reply with, I will be slightly less uh, even-handed than you are. <laughs> I'm too politically correct, is that what you're saying? I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, okay, just checking. Anyway, uh, great to be at Arizona State. As you know, I spent a lot of time there last year because, A, the building was brand new, and, B, there were a lot of quality hockey teams that came through. And uh, if they're going to come to you, why leave? But anyway, um, this was a fun. It was great to be back and, and get some candid uh, interviews. And my thanks uh, certainly to uh, Paige Shacklett and to Coach Powers and um, the Jackson Twins and um, – Tyler Gratton, the captain, uh, Brian Chambers, um, and um, uh, who am I thinking about? Brandon Tavakin. Uh, they were all uh, very gracious with their time today, and that's uh, that makes our job so much easier. Yep. Yep, without a doubt. Okay, before we say good afternoon, Ken, Paul, and what's going on with our 10 teams this weekend, let's start with teams that are off. Do we have to do, oh, we have to do this again? Okay. Just one quick recap. CC is off. Fairbanks okay. is off. Okay. Augustana is playing Omaha. North Dakota is yep. playing Bemidji. Yep. ASU is playing Providence. 
Yep. Anchorage is going to Wisconsin. I believe Lindenwood is off. Nope. Uh, Lindenwood's at Penn State. Hold on. Are there at Penn State? Sorry, I'm looking. Huh? Did, did we get them all? Did we miss anybody? No. Air you missed Denver. And you missed Denver with hosting Yale. Hosting Yale. And Air Force is at Canisius. Yeah. Very good. Well done. Another great weekend of hockey. Enjoy Thanksgiving, everybody. Tune in tomorrow night if you just want to hear some hockey talk because Paul's going to join us to uh, give some I insight. In, yeah, you are. <laughs> to give some insight into uh, the American Collegiate Hockey Top 20. We've been out for a few weeks dealing with various illnesses, but we're back tomorrow night, a little pre-Thanksgiving um, appetizer, let's call it, hockey appetizer. So take it away, my friend. From the NCHC.TV studios behind the mask, College Hockey West Weekly is brought to you by Jesse Ray's Barbecue in Las Vegas, the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. Go to jessieraysbarbecue.com to order lunch, cater an event, or pick up a few bottles of our award-winning sauces. Behind the mask, whether you use blades or wheels, whatever your hockey needs are, see our three Valley locations or behindthemask.com. Or the NCHC and NCHC.TV. Subscribe to NCHC.TV and catch all of the action from the toughest conference in college hockey. Tag Creative Group. Search T. Grand Rudd on redbubble.com and have us create that unique design for your business or gift-giving needs. Spaghetti Shack, the classic Italian comfort food quickly. Three locations, two in Tempe, one in Pine Top at thespaghettishack.com. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos worldwide. It's where the action is in the resort or in town. FedEx, the official package delivery company of Ice Time Hockey West. Liberty University. Hockey education and faith with equal passion at liberty.edu. College Hockey Inc., your NCAA hockey resource. College Hockey West Weekly presented by Behind the Mask and all of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com podcasts are live every week on the Podbean app. Help others find the show by subscribing, rating, and reviewing the podcast at ITHSW Podcasts. That's all one word. ITHSW Podcasts, all one word, on your favorite podcast platform. Behind the Mask, College Hockey West Weekly, and all of our weekly podcasts are part of the IceTimeHockeyWest.com. Very well done, my friend. Again, a big thank you to everybody over at Arizona State for their hospitality and help in putting everything together for tonight's show and beyond as we continue to cover the best in college hockey. All right, we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. De Niro, happy Thanksgiving, everybody, and good night. Good night.